0: This is a dill pickle, a mighty pretty pickle, especially when he joins you at the show. We have lots of pretty pickles waiting for you at the refreshment center. They're plump, tender, mouth-watering. Wouldn't one taste good right now...
1: Welcome once again to Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. I am one of your co-hosts, Phil, from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going, my friend? Going well. Excellent. And in the state of Wisconsin? Amy. Hey, Amy, how are you? how are you? Good, good. Uh, So for folks who have stumbled upon us and don't know who we are or whatnot, but... Just thought to check out the podcast, or they found us through some website or Twitter, or uh, they're a fan of the movie we're going to talk about tonight, uh, and they decided to check out the podcast, Who We Are. So uh, we are part of the Dark Discussions News and Network Network or news network website. So that's www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, it's basically an all-genre website that does reviews, critiques, um, columns, podcasts, release notices, all sorts of things. So if you follow anything genre-related, uh, you should probably check out darkdiscussions.com daily because it is updated with news every day day um where you can find this podcast halloween boutique Psychotronic reviews can be found wherever podcasts are found so apple Podcasts, uh so itunes which is apple podcast google play stitcher spotify and whatnot iHeartRadio, radio etc uh we are um kind of a, sp- a spin-off of another podcast basically the Uh, hosting podcast of Dark Discussions Podcast. Um, So you can uh, find us there. Also, uh, Amy, uh, you actually do a podcast as well that's part of the network.
2: Yeah, I do Fishnets and Phantoms.
1: That's right. And uh, what is the Fishnet and Phantoms podcast? I know you do reviews and things, but you do a bunch of other stuff too.
2: Yeah, it's um, kind of a catch-all podcast for by various interests, it's, um, horror movies, genre movies, um, and interviews, um, and like pieces on music, uh, usually like industrial, um, gothic, uh, post-punk music, and, um, then there's also news of the weird, and uh, occasionally some things like poetry and, uh, book reviews.
1: And uh you're supposed to do at least this is your schedule was to do two a month but uh it's usually <laughs> one a quarter it seems really anyway.
2: Yeah, I've been uh having uh some health issues and some um just being busy in general in life but I'm going to try to get back to I'm going to just keep saying I am going to try to because you know forever. Um yeah, so I I uh, guess I uh, my my brain was bigger than my um, time was. Well, well I, I, say my uh, my what
1: <laughs> I was going to say this uh, that that doing a solo podcast, which Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews uh, used to be, is much harder than doing one with multiple co-hosts. I, I've, I've discovered so I can understand why it, it is. Can, it's much uh, harder
2: because you have to write out your entire content and um then read it because if you make a mistake or if you fumble in what you're saying when you're just by yourself it's a lot bigger of uh uh you know of a misstep than if you have a couple other people and you know that are laughing and talking in the background and stuff like that and so it t- it takes for every episode it takes probably about four hours of work so yeah it's a pretty big commitment Seems yeah.
3: more exhausting to do it by yourself because you're not getting, like, that instant gratification that too. of someone else responding to you.
2: Exactly. And you also have to deal with the innate human, like, is anybody, like, paying attention to this? So, Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, t- t- it's a tough one, but uh, well, when they do come out, they're definitely a treat, and people should check uh, Fishnets and Phantoms out, and you can find it wherever podcasts are found under that feed, or just go to com, and it's available there as well. Uh, Barrett, uh, you actually are doing a couple other podcasts as well, besides this one.
3: Yes, uh, I'm doing a Discovery of Witches, uh, Demons and Vampires podcast, which is... Reviewing A Discovery of Witches Season 2. We reviewed the first season in one episode before we started this one. Um, And then we're also (laughs) doing uh, Don't Tell Me, I'll Tell You, uh, the Stand miniseries podcast. And that is, while I think the show is crap, the, the podcast is fun to do. (laughs)
2: <laughs> has um discovery of witches improved because um i had heard incredibly bad things about it i wanted to watch it because it's definitely my wheelhouse but
4: uh it's yeah. good <laughs> it's
3: i
1: think good, the right? second season's better than the first and i like the okay. first season so yeah that, yeah I, the first season was really good i felt and uh, uh cool. yeah yeah, I yeah.
2: again so I, I watched yeah. like, the first episode and um my husband didn't like it very much and so he was like making fun of it in the background and i was like <laughs> so I couldn't um, exactly like pay a whole lot of attention to it. So I'll try it again and see if I if I get my, can get myself into it. Yeah, I can say
3: it, like it takes about till the third episode to really. It's a little bit slower in those okay. first two or three episodes of the first season. Okay. Um, and I can see why some people it might not fully catch them right away, but All it's right. definitely worth getting into.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of shows that we've started out, and we're one one or both of us were like you know, making fun of it. And then we both cut into it eventually.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Actually a uh, discovery of witches, demons and vampires podcast is actually the, uh, since, uh, December is the most listened to podcast on the network as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Congratulations.
1: Yeah. yeah it's, it's really, really doing well. Um, now, uh, let's see, uh, any other house cleaning things we have to do? Do uh, yes, you can reach us on email darkdiscussions at aol com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at dark discussion one. You can join the Facebook group Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook Group and join in the conversation there. There's multiple conversations going on, or you can start your own. And uh, there's. Um, All these things are where the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews podcast is found, since, again, it's part of that network. Um, All right, so I guess we can get into our film tonight. Uh, Basically, uh, this film is a film that is coming out on February 12th, 2021. Uh, And we are recording this January 27th, 2021, uh, because uh, we were – we were given a, the option to see the film in advance, and uh, so we decided to do an episode on it. Uh, and Barrett, uh, what is the film we are going to discuss tonight? We are going to discuss Paradise Cove. Would you like the uh, wiki, 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 wiki?
3: A contractor and his wife move to Malibu to flip his mother's beach house and are terrorized by the deranged homeless lady living under the house.
2: Mr. Bennett. Hi. Hi. You're so lucky. You know, the fire was contained. There's no structural damage. It's got great bones.
1: Welcome to Malibu.
0: That is a $6 million view.
2: But what if we can't sell it right away?
0: We just stick to the plan.
2: So you're the guy that just moved into the house in Paradise Cove? I'm the guy. Have you met Bree yet?
0: Bree who?
4: Can't beat this view.
0: You can always put up no trespassing signs. Does that work? Uh, it depends on who you are, but Brie is different. What's the wife of big Hollywood producer doing living under a house? See, there's crazy, there's Malibu crazy, then there's Brie. What are you doing? You don't want to skimp on finishing. It
2: is Malibu. Tracy. I can't wait to see our new window.
4: Trace. Guess again You can't make this go away
0: right. This is a, a private beach You just, you can't live in a construction zone She's down there burning our money You thought you could bribe me to go
4: Stay the hell away from us
2: You can't count on anyone in this town. How crazy. Uh,
1: that's right. Uh, this is a, a thriller um, with obviously uh, scary moments and such. Uh, but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much a thriller. It's a film that stars Uh, a number of well-known faces. Uh, Probably the the, um, most obvious to genre fans is Kristen Bauer Van Straten. Kristen Bauer Van Straten is one of the lead actresses of True Blood uh, and was a star on that show. Uh, Then, of course, uh, Mina Savari is also uh, in the film. Uh, She's well-known for American Pie and American Beauty, among many other films. And then uh, Todd Grinnell, who uh, is a fairly well-known television actor that's uh, done a lot of stuff as well. Um, The movie's written by a a woman named Sherry Klein, who uh, is fairly new to um, feature-length films. Prior to this, she's only done TV. And then uh, the director, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this name, uh, Martin uh, Gui or Goo Goo or something. It's it's G-U-I-G-U-I. And he's done... Quagley, maybe, maybe. Uh, He's done a number of things, including music and um, film, television, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, He's been uh, around for a while. Uh, This is uh, uh, his latest feature-length film, uh, once again called Paradise Cove. Uh, so I guess we can go around and discuss uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it so uh, I guess I'll start Um, I actually heard about this because um, um, I I got an email from a company that uh, was letting the Dark Discussions Network know that this film was coming out and uh, so I I took a look at the trailer and uh, the trailer looked really good Um, and it caught my eye anyway because of the two lead actresses Uh, big fans of uh, of um, um, uh, Kristen Bauer, Kristen Bauer, Bauer. Van Straten, yes, uh, uh, big fans of Kristen Bauer Van Straten, for sure, she was really awesome in uh, True Blood. And then, uh, Mina Savari, uh, I've always uh, liked her and, and always thought she was going to become a huge star after her uh, early successes before uh, moving into um, Uh, i guess um independent cinema um the film also had uh, krista allen in it who uh, is well known to genre uh fans as well from such movies as feast um and so yeah yeah so it, it seemed pretty interesting and um so i uh uh basically we we got the screener and uh i thought my wife may be interested in it so she saw the trailer thought it was pretty good so we decided to take a look at it and uh we watched it this past saturday night and yeah we we thought it was really good um kept our interest um it had suspense uh weren't sure where it was going to go there was a number of things about it that uh made it appear that there could be multiple twists and whatnot and a lot of the characters are ambiguous so uh who is really the bad guy and uh yeah the acting was really solid and uh it was it was really well done uh so yeah i I liked it a lot uh let's go with you amy
2: um i saw i first heard of it um i think i saw a a trailer or something a few months ago i could be wrong but it when I first saw this trailer, it it looked familiar, so I think it was out somewhere, and um, it looked pretty interesting, and then you mentioned that that it was coming up, and now you had a a screener for it, and I watched it uh, last night, and uh, yeah, so it was pretty good. It was kind of had a uh, stalker feeling, like what's the movie with the people on the boat with Robert De Niro, I think it was. I don't know, like a house hmm. uh, just basically the house stalker sort of a uh, sort of thing, but it um it was really Oh, okay, um, Fear oh, maybe? Cape like,
3: Fear. Yeah. yeah, yeah Cape Fear. Sort
2: of <laughs> and um uh it had a it had a kind of like post 80s feel to it. Like um I'm guessing that that's when Breeze one of the main characters heyday uh, was um and so she also had a little bit of a flavor of um, wow well, you're uh, is it on the waterfront with a lady with that had been a, um, a superstar
1: oh uh, oh sunset Boulevard
2: sunset boulevard that's it yeah, yeah. and um, obviously she was definitely a different situation but I thought that was um kind of neat having to do with like the like the post career of someone who is like what we call now like an influencer, like um actress and you know, general like um, society person who had uh, um gone down the wrong way in society and uh I kinda liked that uh that, that aspect of the film.
1: Yeah, very well. Uh Barrett.
3: Um, I heard about this film through you, uh, and I watched it last week, I think, or actually early this week. Um, and the film plays kind of like a standard stupid people do stupid things and get themselves <laughs> into trouble, um, and it gets worse and worse and worse. However, there are some really nice twists about this story, unexpected things um, that make it not standard. Um but it has that feel, which made it hard for me to watch. I have a hard time watching these movies where I can see these people getting themselves in deeper and deeper. And it's not because I don't—I didn't think it was a good movie. It's because that plot line drives me crazy. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> yeah, I actually have in my notes written in big letters, "Oh my god, so stupid!" <laughs> like, it's like, if even at like my in my regular life, there's some of these things. I'm like. No, you just don't do that. Like, the house door open when you have a crazy person living underneath, you know, like, oh, don't forget to lock the door. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should do that.
3: Exactly. So but it does have some really good twists. And I do like where it goes with the the plot. And it makes it a a not so normal film. (laughs) So it becomes much more enjoyable.
1: Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, So um, that's pretty much uh, where we each stand on the film. So it appears that uh, all of us uh, uh, had a generally positive uh, feeling about the film, and I think that is correct, um, because it is pretty solid. Um, So I guess we can... um, discuss uh things that aren't necessarily related to spoilers at first and then um after that we will critique and review uh after we throw up the spoiler alert because um we will discuss uh um a bunch of things, because again, we just don't review a film, we actually critique it as well the specifically scenes and and meanings and all that good stuff um all right, so let's talk about the the casting um i i, I felt the casting of Kristen Bauer van Straten was was absolutely fantastic because she has that really like sexy appeal, a look, you, could, you know, when she was younger, she was, I mean, even now she's still a very good looking woman, but being supposed to be about 50 years old in this, this film here as, as one of the characters states, um, a, a woman that used to be a, a star or a model who's kind of fallen uh, down on her luck. Um, and uh, Kristen Bauer, Van Straten, um really uh, choose to, scenery i feel um, and she kind of carries over her attitude from true blood uh, as well uh and i thought that was kind of cool uh what did you guys think of uh, the general casting of her and, and any other folk in the film i thought it was really good
3: it um like mina suvari played the perfect kind of vanilla girl and the husband played that kind of perfect role of uh you know kind of a I don't know just a general guy and then she she played that role just perfect because she was supposed to chew all the scenery so they were just kind of supposed to stand back and let her do that and she definitely killed it yeah
2: kind of going back to the Robert De Niro and uh Cape Fear sort of thing yeah um the I'm sorry what was the guy's name again uh, the Todd Grinnell. Todd
3: Grinnell. Yes. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. Right, yeah. He reminded me of like, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I, he, he, I hope he doesn't feel bad if he hears this, but he kind of reminds me a lot of, uh, like, a um, Paul, Paul Rodd discount like, um, actor <laughs> like he's, um, uh, he's good, but he has the, the, the every man, um, he does the, well, he does that really well. He does the every man, like, um, kind of nebushy but not really like he's he's trying to um be more than he is sort of a um char- this character was um and i thought that he did a good job of that um the uh worker guys i thought were um were were pretty good at just being like the the general um the general worker guys the um homeless people guys um I kind of instantly like they they reminded me of like the like you they looked threatening instantly even though I think that they were supposed to have a little bit of a you're supposed to feel for them a bit at first. Um uh, but they reminded me of like um I don't know Doctor Who or Star Trek villains or whatever. Where yeah, like, I
3: didn't I didn't feel bad for them. They just came yeah. off as villains immediately.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, Kristen Bauer is it Stewart? No. anyways
1: she. Kristen Bauer von von Stratten.
2: Stratten. Yeah. She yeah. She was she was. I didn't recognize her from um, True Blood. What character does she play in there? Is she the mom?
1: Uh, No, she's the woman that that. uh, With Eric a lot. Yeah, on the bar. Vampire Club. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I <laughs> I love love was always, that was always.
1: Yeah, she was always like in sexy dresses and all that, mm-hmm. and yeah. very vampy. Yeah,
2: I'm very vampy in the Vampire Club. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was, oh no I'm pun sure. intended. Yeah. How about
1: that? <laughs> well done. Yeah.
2: Um, she was. Um, she was really good, and she she knew where she was. That she was. She was supposed to do the scenery, and. um and she did, and she did, she did a good job of it. And she still managed to give a bit of pathos to the character and, you know, which makes it more interesting.
3: Yeah. I felt bad yeah. for her character the whole way through, yeah. even at the end.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have um, feelings for that character. So I th- think I, and she throws in a whole lot of dialogue really quickly like, um, kind of underneath her lines, like she'll say her like main line and then she'll throw in like uh, a bit about the indigenous people that used to live there. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 what? So I had to rewind it a bunch of times and like, you know, to be able to process all the things that she was talking about, especially at the very beginning and in the introduction of her character.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 No. And there is some play on that. Um, um, having land taken away from you, whether uh, it was uh, her land being stolen or or her analogy of it happening to uh, native folk as well, because she uh, mentions that uh, as well. Yeah, that's a good point. I-, I like that whole part, too, because it had two levels to yeah.
3: what was happening. It didn't make her out to be the good guy, and she realized that, but she also wasn't the ultimate bad guy either. So yeah. it's kind of interesting duality there.
2: Yeah, it yep. kind of ended up being uh, societies to blame, sort of thing. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and uh, uh again with the soldiers, the uh, Vietnam vets, which I'm thinking that they gotta they're were they Vietnam vets or were they in, like Iraq war vets? Because I think they're gonna oh yeah they, gonna they, to go yeah I more
1: think, more think they were Iraq. I think they they were Iraq vets because oh, okay. they were younger the, from the maybe the first Iraq war. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Could be it's Afghanistan Africa. at this point because it's yeah. yeah, yeah, long enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's a good point too because I I didn't even think of that. The other two homeless folk, uh, yeah, they were they were like thrown away uh, people too because, as veterans, um, and and that's the thing is is that. um, not, not to say that such a thing is is okay, but when enough things happen to a certain person, depending on their personality and their breaking point, yeah. um, if you you have have your land stolen, if you have your life stolen, if you have all these things that happen to you, and it's not even your own fault, uh, you know, I mean, some of some of the the things that occur, it's implied that. They were done by others and not by Re <laughs> herself. Um, that leads to what we have: um, a person that has is has, has, has broken, and and then you know, bad things can happen. Um, so not not to, not to say that doing crimes because of injustice happened to you is okay, but mm-hmm. at least it's a explanation. Yeah, it's yeah. like one thing leads to another,
3: and they're all pieces of part of the puzzle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. And so, I mean, so... nobody has their hands clean in this.
2: No, love no, the dog.
3: Except the dog, yeah, <laughs> except the dog. And the I dog mean, everybody's taking part in something they shouldn't be taking part in, honestly, in in the film.
2: Yeah. yeah. I like, suppose, I mean, I suppose tech. Nick, no, because Brie uh, definitely earned her her situation. Well, and the doing. wine lady,
1: maybe, but we don't know enough about her.
2: Yeah, that's true. She <laughs> seems completely innocent, but I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, well, and and even Bree, we don't, we don't. I mean, technically, what happens is she, you know, she loses her, she gets divorced, and then she doesn't get enough money to fight her husband. So she loses custody of her son. And then, um, what she she does after that is her fault. Well, no, not yet. Then there's the, this where someone, um, begins renting her house. Oh yeah. And and then they, and they steal the house by, yeah, we'll we'll discuss all that, but let's set set up the whole thing anyway, before we, we do all that. Uh, basically what it is, is, um, there's a, a, a guy named Knox Bannett and his wife, Tracy, uh, played by Todd Grinnell and Mina Savari. Um, their mother uh, has died in a fire at her beach house in Malibu. Uh, so they obviously um, are inherit the property. Uh, when they get there, they see that they're going to have to do some uh, a general contracting work to, to fix it up, but the building is still fairly um intact um so it's not um full you know have, well. they don't have to level it yeah. and um when they get there they find out a few things one is um there's a, a woman a homeless woman named Bree who is uh, oddly a very attractive woman um who is played by uh Kristen uh Bauer van Straden uh who lives underneath the house because uh, this house has one of those um it's basically on stilts because you know it's a it's a beach house and and whatnot for whatever reasons uh so she lives under the, the stilts so basically under the, the foundation of the house um also they discover that the house was illegally uh Refinished inside uh, because the the property in this area are supposed to only have one bath and one bedroom. And this house uh, has had uh, an additional bath and an additional bedroom added. Uh, So that's going to cause some problems for our new uh, owners to to, uh, fix. They're going to
2: flip it. That might be important.
1: Yeah, exactly, because they've decided that, yeah, they're probably going to flip it after they re- fix it up, and that's pretty much the setup, and then we we find out various things that, that begin to happen uh, as as the movie goes on. Um, i still
3: never understand why you can't have two bedrooms and two bathrooms in a house if it fits, if that's how you want it. <laughs> I can't believe they <laughs> have rules that keep you from doing be, that.
2: If you know what the... Uh, um... If what you know like if if you guys know what about construction like is there like a law that says you need to have x amount of rooms in a house like i it know depends. that you need permits for some things but i didn't think you did for having a bedroom
1: yeah it it's it's it defense yeah yeah no it's true uh like in cape cod in massachusetts uh, uh in the new England, in the area where i live there's some areas that are like that as well right. um so yeah and, and it has something that I'm not sure- I forget the reasoning why they do it, but I mean obviously one thing is if mm-hmm. you <laughs> have well well no the the reason the reason they have areas of the of the town that you only can have build these type of houses well, some of it is is like sewage like you know you're not supposed to have so many bedrooms or baths because of sewage issues or, or, yeah. or things of that Water usage. nature. Yeah, Water yeah, exactly. In
2: California makes a lot of sense.
1: So. Um also there's there's property tax issues too. So, you know, the more bedrooms you have, the more baths you have, the the higher your property tax go and and stuff. And so so a lot of the stuff like that happens. And so for whatever reason, this part of Malibu has said that and, and it also could be be the, the size of the lot. Right, I mean, they never really say, so it could even be the size of the lot. And and so you're not allowed to have more than – I mean, even though you could put it inside the house, it still may not be legal. Like, Like I know, for example, where I live, you have to have a bulkhead in your basement, and if you don't, then you can't have bedrooms in the basement.
4: That
3: makes oh, sense to me right? because that's a safety thing, right? You got to have a bulkhead so that it's not going to crash in on the people that are staying in the basement if it's a bedroom.
1: Well, well right, or, or if
3: there's a fire, you know, you should have two exits. You know, the the bathrooms thing makes sense too because, like you said, the pollution part of it. Now, mm-hmm. two bedrooms—if you want to split one room into two—some of that seems a little ridiculous to me. I mean, that's where you know you get a little too far with the rules. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i mean again though california is well known for yeah having yeah, rules true. yeah a and, lot of and uh, like the
2: water usage thing in california makes a lot of sense even if but pretty much Carolina. everything
3: requires a permit like yeah. i remember when i was staying at one place i had to get the um the outside pipe changed, and it was just like three feet of pipe but it required a permit and they tried to not do it <laughs> so yeah. i called and found out from the um County that they had to, so they had to come back and dig open the hole, get the guy to come out to do the permit, and get all that done.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember when we first moved in, it was like everything had to have a permit. And um, I remember one of the guys was like, "Well, I could do it with a permit for such and such, and without it for such and such amount." And I ended <laughs> up going with because I'm like, "Well, I, eventually when we sell the house, it's <laughs> like they're going right. to be asking so."
1: yeah yeah of course yeah my, like my parents they bought a house in Cape Cod and uh, the house had three bedrooms and it was only supposed to have two and so for whatever reason uh yeah it, it had three when they bought the house you know they, they had put up a wall and turned the master bedroom into two bedrooms instead of one I guess um, how do you, but it,
2: how do you define bedrooms like for instance like you were saying you have an you your wife has a, a workroom and you have an office um, we have two bedrooms, and then we have a library quote unquote and um uh and an art room uh but they're tech- i mean technically you could also call them bedrooms, so
3: depends on the state but typically if you have a closet, it's a bedroom, but that has changed now. I know where we are like it can still be a bedroom even if it doesn't have a closet. I think it has to have a window though
2: oh okay.
1: Yeah but again it's it's it depends on jurisdiction and, and Yeah whatnot. exactly. Yeah. So what, what's, what's off
2: the point of the movie?
1: So. Yeah yeah let's 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 move on. So so either way that that's that's, a, that's an issue with what they were hoping to do. Um so that's pretty much the setup of the film. Um uh obviously you know they're not too happy that that there's a homeless person there never mind the fact that um they're doing a lot of construction and uh one more person or group of people that are homeless living on on the property can uh be a um, a, a danger threat so so yeah they're having a lot of issues there and
3: not just a lot of construction a lot of unpermitted construction yeah, <laughs> yeah. so right. they have to keep everything secret and down the down low
2: I, actually it is kind of brilliant of them to pick a house like that because i i honestly it, Most people don't really think about a house like that, where you have a house with a big space underneath the actual house that is open to the public. I mean, I think that that's a very unusual situation. So for the director or the um, showrunner or whatever to to find a, a location like that, I think that was pretty genius, actually.
3: Well, I don't think it was technically open to the public. She was just staying there and taking advantage of the fact that the cops wouldn't do anything to her.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay, technically not open to the public, but cuz was a open private beach, someone could be there, yeah.
3: Yeah, it was a private beach. So if they can't be on the beach, they can't be under your house either, really.
2: True. Yeah. Technically. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: All right, yeah. All right, so let's, let's explain some of the situation here. So, uh the first thing is is they're going to have to do unpermitted repairs because the problem is is that the house has two bedrooms and two baths, and when they go to get the apartment, they say you can't have two bedrooms and two baths um you have to take out one bedroom and one bath and this is um, where I think the sense.
3: main actor is kind yeah. of stupid when he's like basically offering them a bribe. Mm-hmm. How much is it gonna take for me to be able to do this
2: yeah what
3: was what was he thinking there yeah
2: it was like i i are you saying these things out loud? please tell me they're in your head um. <laughs> but, um, also he had to make a certain amount of money. He, he stated, but I, I don't know exactly why he had to make that, but he was like, I have to make six, I'm going to just say $6 million. How it was many? $6 million, $6 million yeah. getting it, you know, getting this, um, resold. And, um, that was one of the big things why he had to have a two bedroom place instead of having a one bedroom place.
3: I think it was greed that he wanted the $6 million yeah. for. I don't think it was for any other reason. He wanted to be set up for life afterwards.
2: Oh, okay. okay. So, so that they could just go and right. do
3: their thing wherever they wanted to, because they are going to just sell the house, right?
2: So basically, right. yeah, so everybody is pretty complicit in this whole thing. Yeah, and they didn't pay for
3: the or... house. He just yeah, got he was... the deed.
2: Yeah. So. And his mom stole the house. Oops. Can you well, understand? Well,
1: <laughs> well, well, well. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So, so we find out that he's he's not um, close Spider-Man. to his mother. He's not close to his mother oh, at yeah. all. Yeah. Um. So he just inherited the property probably because he was the only relative left, or something, or or maybe she had written a will out uh, and left his name on it before ripping him off the will. Um. You know, because she didn't assume she was going to die that quick, so I have plenty of time to take him off later. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so so not a good relationship um also uh the the Knox and Tracy are having some issues as well um uh they're having issues um getting pregnant uh so they're doing ivu or whatever it's called mm-hmm. um and and so yeah so that's that's a stress in their relationship um and never mind the fact that um they're moving into this house that's going to be under construction and that has had fire damage. And, uh, obviously Tracy isn't too happy about that either. Even if the view and location is, is, you know, perfect.
2: Very beautiful.
1: Yeah. Um, and of course then finding out you have a homeless person and the police can't, do, won't really do anything about it. Um, mm-hmm. doesn't help either.
2: Um, um. one thing I wonder is, is that why didn't she just when it was vacant? Why didn't she just break into the house and live in the house?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, maybe maybe she thought it was it wasn't that livable because of the fire, right?
4: Yeah,
1: um, and and also, I think I think the the issue happened recently. So I mean, you know, she, the mother must have just recently died because he he just recently inherited the house. So yeah. I bet you know, after the fire. The homeless people had left, and they only came back pretty much probably the same time that the new owners came in to, to take over the house.
3: Well, and he was so greedy, they were there right away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and you can't blame him. It's his property. I mean, I, I would probably be there right away, too, just to check it out.
3: Except for the fact that he knows his mom's a con. <laughs> right, right. And That's and what makes him a little more iffy to me, because he knows that she does bad things, and... He's the when he finds out about it, he's like, Oh well. You know, yeah. Right. My house now. <laughs> yeah.
2: The wife kinda of calls him on it slightly slightly. She's like she's you're like worse hey, than him. you knew that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because the wife finds out after. Uh, and we'll discuss all that um in a moment when we when we get into spoilers. But uh Let's see. Um, oh, and we do find out one other thing about Bree, the, the homeless person, is that uh, she was someone of note, uh, as as um, Amy you said, uh, most likely, um, you know, in the '90s and '80s, uh, because she has a modeling portfolio. Obviously, still a really good-looking woman, uh, even being homeless, because um, she's not a drug user or anything. So, so she's still. Um, well-kept. And then she also um, had some sort of a movie career or modeling career of some note in the Malibu area prior to becoming homeless. Um, And she, so she's well-known in the area.
2: That was Um, actually one thing I was confused about in the movie. They do a really long shot on um, a prescription drug that, um, uh, What was Mira's character's name? Tracy? Tracy. Okay. That Tracy finds in the um, mom's bedroom. And um, so I was like, is this going to... I figured it would be a big part of the plot, but no, I guess it it really wasn't.
1: Right. It it was almost like it's just a a red herring or or just another thing to make us know that the mother was a little uh, off kilter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior to dying in the fire anything else anybody wanted to bring up before we get into spoiler or uh, any, any other specific things that are um, general,
2: maybe just, maybe that they have a dog that they really, really love and like um, treat like a child.
1: Well, Dave, yeah, the dog's name is Davey, I believe. And no Gary. Oh, Gary, Gary. Yeah. yeah Gary. Okay. And um, it's really only uh, Tracy, right? That, yeah, that's that, true. That, like, tra- because as we find out she later, that dog. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of like like me with my dog actually. Hey. Um, so yeah, yeah. So the so the dog's very important to her, um, and she's uh, she's identical to me. Uh, is the door <laughs> shut? Make sure the dog. You, you put the dog in the cage if, if we're going to have the door open while we're bringing groceries. You know, because where I live, I don't live in a, in a busy area like Malibu, but I live in a, a rural area, but. The, if you go a certain point, you'll eventually come to a, a a route, and that so that was obviously dangerous. Plus, there's a lot of foxes and stuff too, and and yeah. and whatnot, and then just other strangers' dogs or or neighbors' dogs. So, yeah, you don't want your dog loose.
3: I um. yeah, worry about my cats. We have birds big enough to pick them up.
2: <laughs> yeah, we live right on a one of the main streets. It's technically a highway, and so yeah, definitely indoor cats.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so her her reaction of of always worrying about the door being open, I I could relate to that one hundred percent. appears that both of you as well? Yep. Yeah. Was that Amy?
2: I didn't think she was being unreasonable at all. With that. no, no, I no.
1: think they
2: were they were acting like she was being unreasonable, but I I don't think she was being unreasonable.
4: Yeah,
1: I
3: I recently, we were getting windows installed and the front door was open like the whole time they were doing it. And one of my cats, I was checking on him and he ran right out. He's he's only like three months old when this was happening. And he was so fast, I barely even got to see him. And he went right down the stairs to right where the door was. Fortunately, he went in another room and got somewhere, but that scared the
1: crap out of me. (laughs)
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: So yeah. So um all right, uh, any other infom- any, any any other information we want to bring up before we get into uh specifics and talking Maybe about symbolism the, uh, and neighbors? stuff.
2: Like the the neighbors kind of um being like the hoity toity neighbors who were um very concerned with the you know like the type of people they were or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were they were definitely uh uh, if not openly rude, definitely um, clueless rude. Yeah. Uh, because Tracy uh, jogs the beach uh, for exercise, and uh, one day they they stop her when they when she's doing the jog, and they ask her questions about stuff. They they, they even say the oh the woman before you know, yeah it was horrible, yeah. and and then <laughs> and then they um talk about um. Oh, that's too bad. You don't have any children, you know, and and there's all the you
2: really know. weird, rude things for. And people then they're like, bye, see ya. <laughs> Why yeah. have you left yet?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. still
2: standing here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: and then, and then there's a later scene too that that oh <laughs> that, that and then we find out the true type of people they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it is Malibu. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um the spoiler. all right what's that spoiler alert yeah i guess we, i guess i guess we'll we'll do that um again even though this is a small house um because of the location and the and the zip code it's you know as they discussed in the short movie it's at worth six million dollars so we're going to figure these loser neighbors next door are, are fairly wealthy just like everybody else in the area yeah. um all right, so um, we'll throw up the spoiler alert now, and so we're going to talk about everything and anything, uh, critiques and whatnot. Uh, I know Amy had some interesting aspects about, and we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, about um, uh, land and deeds and what they mean um, and and ownership um, and, and various other things, too, um, as well as specific plot points. Um, all right so uh let's let's get into it um yeah one, one thing i I've, i found interesting is is that the cops were kind of lackadaisical about the homeless woman um and and whatnot uh i I didn't understand why they wouldn't remove somebody from private property that was squatting on the private property um it wasn't like we're talking about uh renters rights you know we're, we're talking about right. literally a, a squatter um and they were kind of lax a days gone that and then i i did like some interesting aspects to the screenplay that i thought were really strong and uh the first one was is later in the film they can't go back to the cops anymore when they start having problems with the the homeless woman because again, they're they're doing illegal stuff because they're rebuilding the house with two bedrooms and two baths, and they were told that they couldn't do that. So bringing in the cops, the cops are going to notice that there's some irregularities with um, the builders, and so they can't go to them anymore. So I thought that was an excellent way to close that loophole in the script. And then the other way, uh, other interesting aspect was how uh, Bree became homeless, which is um, she had to start renting the house, I believe, for money to fight her husband for for um, uh, custody rights, her mm-hmm. ex-husband for custody rights. And so the woman she rented it to is, uh, as we, we discussed, was um, Knox's f- mother. And then what happened was, is the mother stopped paying rent. We find out. And so Bree isn't able to pay the mortgage anymore. But to keep the town off her, um, the mother was actually paying the town property tax without Bree knowing. So when mm-hmm. Brie was foreclosed, it, she the the woman that um, Knox's mother was able to pick up the mortgage without, and and also um was basically on record as as owner because she was paying the property tax Can you so actually I thought, do that
2: Is that like a scam
1: I wouldn't oh. be surprised I mean that's
3: a scam I'm sure I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a way to do that
2: <laughs> That's disturbing Yeah yeah
3: people have gotten houses under iffier
1: circumstances so Yeah well, well you got to look at it, it like the bank the, the bank the bank just wants wants their money right yeah. So so as long as someone's paying the mortgage, they're fine, happy. And then the, and the town doesn't want to have to put a uh, lien on your property. Or, and so if someone's paying a property tax, that, that, you know, that's, that solves that problem. And so, yeah. so The question is, did she have a mortgage
3: or not? She might have owned it outright, and rent. she just wasn't getting money, so she couldn't do anything. So that's why the deed fell to the mom, because otherwise the bank would own the deed.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So there may yeah. not even been a mortgage. You're right. right. could have The property tax. Yeah. And and yeah, so that, that's right. Yeah. Because the so, bank would retain
3: that that deed if
1: if they owned it. That's right. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think I think uh, the lien happened on the house and then and then she some way weaseled taking over the property because she was paying the property tax without knowing and then Brie became homeless because of that. Um, and she was already in dire straits anyway, because her husband broke up with her and we never find out the circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Um, it could be he, because he was supposed to be some big time Hollywood producer or something. So it could be, he found a, uh, trophy wife, you know, they that was 20 their, years younger.
2: I think they make a, a reference to being uh, the the one lady like, oh, I'm 38. Uh, time to replace me or something like that. Uh, yeah, the, there you go. The yeah. older lady. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So that pretty much answers that. Yeah. So the trophy wife, the replacement, you know, another attractive woman, but much younger. Um, and, and so, yeah, and she probably had one of those... Um, those contracts before you get married, what do you call oh, those prenup? things? Preenup. up, Yeah. Most likely if because she didn't get, you know, 50% of the money like most people do in, in California. Um, so, yeah. So, and then of course the husband has all this money and then he's using all this money to get custody because generally in the United States, uh, the woman usually just gets custody no matter what. Um, unless the, the man has some, either the woman's defective or the man has a huge amount of money that can just level, uh, the, the ex-wife. Um, so yeah. Yeah. He basically bled her dry. Yeah. 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 So there you go. There's your patriarchy right there, Amy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I, um, I was wondering where, cause I didn't really address how, um, Knox had as much money as he did. Like, I, they they kind of said something about like flipping houses in the past but they they had a lot of money when they came in they they're like you know like oh here's a couple thousand dollars here you know like it goes quick houses, though they did
1: cuz they're <laughs> out quick
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah it does go quick yeah i i i asked that to my wife when we were watching it or at the end of the film i said i want i don't understand where what they did for a living, the, Tracy and Knox, because they're not working, yeah. and so there's no income coming in, so yeah I, I, unless but they I were just it,
2: at, they lived as if they were used to having a great amount of money, like the um, the women going to the um, IV clinic and um, shopping at the high-end grocery store and so on and so forth, so they were used to having a lot of money it seemed
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, they've been things. probably
3: successful in flipping houses before, and they were taking their huge nest egg that they had built up from that to redo this place, which okay. cost an inordinate amount. Because if you're trying to make a six million dollar home, it's yeah. got to have the right stuff.
2: Yeah, and they were like shopping for particular kinds of glass and stuff. I, I remember and finishes. Yeah, we did reference that. Bre, Bre, even referenced that when she came when she um.
3: Carrera marble, yeah,
2: for <laughs> yeah.
1: the, the kitchen,
2: yeah.
1: All right, yeah, yeah. There, there's there's um uh a lot of money they're spending though, yeah. Because if they're doing that IV or whatever that that thing is, yeah, right, that
2: uh,
1: mm-hmm. uh, with the f- fertility expensive. treatment,
2: just call it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fertility treatment. Yeah, let's just call it that. Um, that that costs a lot of money. Yeah, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and they went into this
3: with that huge stressor that's a ginormous stressor yeah, yeah and that was that was their first big mistake because yeah. you don't want to do I mean I don't want to do house full house remodel now with my wife because I know it just it creates stress it's oh, it's hard yeah. we've done that before and <laughs> you know it's not pleasant necessarily all the time right
4: right and if
2: you're and if you're trying to get pregnant I I don't have kids, but from what I hear is that you want to be a very a very chill in a very chill place like in your life.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yep.
2: So I think uh, that um I can't I lost her name again. Is it Victoria? Um,
1: um Tracy.
2: Which one, the- Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. Yeah. Um Tracy blames uh Knox for the stress um, because of agreeing to go with him to, to do the flip of the house, um, even though she was trying to do the um, fertility treatment. So she seems to have a lot of anger towards everyone, but um, especially Knox for not being able to get pregnant because of all the stress that has been put on her. She thinks that, that it's his fault, and that seems to be a big issue in their marriage.
3: She's very passive aggressive. Very. She um you know she's getting these treatments but if he doesn't give her the right feedback she's mad at him or yeah. there's just all these different situations where she gets mad at him if he's not paying enough attention cuz he's mm-hmm. paying attention to the house having to get done and all their money siphoned out. Mm-hmm. Um and he's not very thoughtful. So no. together they're bad.
2: Yeah pretty much everybody like we were saying earlier everyone in this film is kind of a jerk and um they're just they just treat each other badly like um he treats her bad she but they're in a in a very uh like yuppie stylistic I don't know if the word yuppie exists anymore but the like that young um young wealthy sort of couple thing where um they they're just passive aggressive towards each other and it's just kind of nasty um, so, and then th- with the Bree situation entering into it, um, there's jealousy because she's, even though she's homeless and crazy, she's very beautiful. And so the, um, Tracy, <laughs> Tracy's, um, uh, insecurity flares up really badly around, um, her, um, really his relationship with the crazy lady.
3: If she only knew, because she doesn't even find out about the worst part.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she never
3: finds but, out about that.
2: that that's actually, true. That's that when the movie does come out, that's going to be that's probably going to be a big um, sore spot for a lot of people because it's pretty much rape. Like um, she pretty much rapes the guy. Uh, that's
1: true. That. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah she does.
2: Yeah, burritos,
1: I suppose. Yeah, burritos, yeah, exactly.
2: And that's uh, people have been trying to bring that out in movies that male sexual assault is just as important and just as bad as female sexual assault in movies and in media. So I think that that might be a, um, a media point on the movie as it comes out.
3: She right. does a good job of being evil in that scene too. Yeah. <laughs> she's got just this creepy look on her face. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And that 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 two light lipsticks that she wears that, yeah. that he is like too like light pink um with her really tan skin. It's she's just really scary in that in that um scene.
1: Yeah, and, and actually I thought that scene was gonna go. Uh, somewhere where she was going to use it as blackmail as well. I
3: thought they were going to go there too, but I'm kind of glad they didn't because it didn't, there was enough of that going on. We didn't need that as
2: another subplot.
3: She was weakening him basically by doing that to him. Yeah. And she knew he wasn't going to talk about it, but it kind of put her in the driver's seat as far as he was concerned yeah yeah there's another thing he doesn't want to come out,
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
3: right, that's true. He was
2: like juggling so many things that he was trying very poorly to keep from his wife because it, it, it was like he was trying to like hide these things from his wife, but at the same time, everything just he just was really bad at it, and she was to be like, you know like hey, why why are you paying these guys under the table? Hey, why, you know, <laughs> she always found out about everything without even trying very hard. Well, and that's the thing. She
3: has all these opportunities to say, we can't do this. I'm yeah. going to leave. But she doesn't, and she stays there, which makes her character less likable. Like, even at that point, well, we're not going to give
2: her back the house.
3: Yeah. She even says that. So it's like, you can't feel sorry for her
1: either, because yeah. she's yeah. part of it.
2: Yeah, she totally can fix it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, she's no no Lady Macbeth, but she's definitely, no. yeah, but she's definitely um, feels that and I, well, I, I was going to use the word privilege, but I guess that's okay word to use because she thinks it's well, it doesn't matter. We have the deed now, so it's our house. We're staying here. She can't have no right to it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Even though she says you're as bad as your mother for stealing the house. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that
2: was actually um, some one of the things that I was thinking of in terms of like land ownership because they do bring that up a lot like when Bree, Bree says, you know, oh, you have a piece of paper. Yeah. You know, like um <laughs> that and then kind of bringing it back to the indigenous people who sh- who should live there except for they have pieces of paper, you know, and um
3: She She brings up up climate change too, which I thought was funny. (laughs) She talks about the houses being so close to the beach and all that stuff. I thought that that was pretty interesting.
2: Yeah. They kind (laughs) of get they start to allude to all these like complicated things and I was like, Oh wow, this movie's gonna be a lot more deep than I thought it was (laughs) gonna be and then they kind of just let leave it all go on the wayside.
3: Well, I think it was part of her craziness. She could see all these details of how messed up society is. Yeah, but she was part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she couldn't see that part of it really until yeah, the end.
2: Yeah. And yeah. then <laughs> the, the the house worker guys are like, "Okay, I'm gonna get a sandwich."
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and and that's that's a, that's a uh, good point about uh, the husband uh, Knox because yeah, he's. Uh, hiding the fact that he's running out of money to his wife and to the contractor that he's supposed to pay. Uh, he's kind of, uh, I mean, he, he basically, uh, climaxed in that scene with the quote unquote rape, or, or you can take away the quotes if you prefer. And, and obviously he hides that from his wife. Uh, he hides the fact that, um, uh, what was the other things that he hides? Oh, that that he, um, well, I mean, he hid the fact about the house. I mean, she found out through the homeless woman. Yeah, you know, so being a con. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> He'd so, been hiding that for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so he's not that good of a guy. He's and, not, not at all.
2: Yeah he, yeah, he tries to act like he's like this, you know, like oh, shucks, sort of, you know, innocent guy, but. He said he kind of admits to growing up as in constantly conning people out of their houses with his mom and living in construction zones, and thinking that was normal.
3: Um, and his first thought was to bribe the the permit
1: guys. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. his last thought. That was no. his first thought. Right. right,
4: right how much this, this
1: going to cost? Gonna yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even his wife said a smart thing. This was before she even knew that the, the land was was. Uh, you know, hijinxed away from Bree. Uh, she says, how much is the land worth? Meaning, why are we even repairing yeah. this house? Because yeah. you could just sell the land and someone will come in and either do it themselves or level the house and just rebuild they a new totally house. They
2: probably would have made a ton of money just doing that, maybe even more. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And yeah. it was ultimately his greed that gets him into trouble because he wants to get as much as possible for this land he didn't really own. He just got yeah. fortuitously and it, it so- all turns on him.
4: Yeah, and in the end, he loses the
3: house anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the house, got, well, as we, we'll discuss, it gets burned anyway. Yeah. Um,
2: you were saying about bribery. He also bribed the contractor guys, and he was trying yeah. to bribe free. Yep.
4: Yeah, yeah he tries to bribe right, everybody
3: yeah. in the beginning, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He succeeds with the contractors.
4: Yeah. 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 How
3: about cash money right now? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um now
1: I like what Bree does with the money. Yeah, yeah that was that, that was that hilarious.
4: Was
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, it's st- even if it is a good amount of money, you know, a couple like three, four hundred bucks, whatever it was, it's still not enough to do anything. I think it, you it know, was it's always... thousand, actually. It was like a couple thousand. Oh, you know, okay. half yeah. the hundreds in there. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. so it's a couple of thousand, but still, a couple of thousand, that's not going to buy your car, that's not going to buy your house, right. that's not going to buy – you know, so it doesn't really help you. In the long run, it's just a short-term thing anyway. And she yeah. didn't it's care about the money. Time she time. used it so she could get the – meat that she would eventually use against the dog.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 So that, that's one interesting thing about this film is that it's trying to make you feel sorry for Brie, but then they also make Brie uh, a character that they want you to know is a bad character too, because obviously the, the dog scene and, and again, that one is still, debatable um because as i was saying to barrett offline it was questionable that the chance that the dog would be eating the, the meat the very second that he was going to drive out of the car out of the driveway so basically what yeah, happens he is you wouldn't
2: notice the dog like the dog didn't make any noises or anything
1: right like, that sir? way that was iffy to me too yeah <laughs> yeah yes yeah, so, so um and then, the, so yeah, basically, what happens uh, for folks who are not understanding what we're talking about? Uh, the, uh, Gary the dog uh, escapes and uh, is out and about, and
2: can't find him for like three days.
1: Yeah, for a while. Yeah, and then basically, what happens is there's some meat um, near the the tire of uh, Knox's car, or, or I should say truck, and then the dog is eating that meat and he backs the car up and runs over the dog so he kills his own dog um and and actually after he kills the dog he was he's kind of rude to his wife about it oh, it's just yeah. dog. you know like he didn't just even the kill. dog yeah yeah i was yeah, like that, man i want to smack you oh yeah yeah, yeah, he,
2: yeah he's like well we can't afford to all have a have a dog cremated and
3: yeah uh, i know it's, it's oh, like two, man I three, was all. but you noticed the dog was cremated
4: yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Yeah.
1: After yeah, that. yeah. But 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 for him to just argue, not argue, but what it is is he's panicking because he's already running out of money. But something like this, it's like you know what? You, no matter what the situation is, you just suck up three hundred bucks, right? Or exactly. whatever you know, and and you just do it. You don't even discuss you know. it. You know no, your wife's yeah. going to want that. You do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And and you if you weren't work running work out of hard, money.
2: But- yeah.
1: yeah and if he didn't have the money problems that he, because of his own screw-ups, he, yeah. he would have probably just dished off the money anyway. Um, now well, we, but, know,
3: we know that um Bree wanted the dog to get killed that way because she alludes to it later. She says yeah. that was her intention, but you're right what are the odds of that being perfectly timed? He had been gone for days and suddenly he's back there eating the meat and he backs up right Right. at that moment. But but even the dog getting away was very coincidental. He went in really quick to get something and the dog got out because his cage door was open. I mean, it was all coincidental.
1: Well, but, but the the thing that, that um, was, is that obviously later on we find out she was, intentionally did it and killed the dog but we find that out later so that's fine um and you know that at that point there you you know she's quote unquote the villain anyway uh but when she kills the wine store owner that was where you you really know okay she's the best she's going to be the villain of the yeah 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 i think
2: at first you were at least i was wondering like is she really the hero of this movie like I can't right. really tell, and then the, then he, she goes, and she, like, it looked like she was just hugging her, but kind of across, like, this weird like, bar thing on, that's underneath the...
1: Yeah, yeah, part of the construction of the house, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then they show, that then they um, pan back, and they show the um, bloody knife. Yeah. Did they show her grab the knife? I didn't see it if they did.
3: Yeah, when she was um, up in the house, yeah, the, yeah, just she was going through, and then she was on the computer. I think wasn't that when she was oh, yeah. getting the knife? So yeah. yeah. That's that when she that tells, her tells her they, they need Carrera marble, <laughs> and then yeah. she goes out with the knife.
2: Do you think that she was going to blame the um, wine store owner on them also?
1: I, think I don't she know was, because because well, yeah, because right, she uh, she dumps the the woman in the ocean anyway, and.
2: Um, see, I thought she was going to be in the brush because she kept making a big thing about, oh, you didn't clear the brush,
1: and something like that, but she wasn't. She wasn't. Yeah, there was a lot of red herrings, a lot of red herrings. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, and it was all opportunity for her, you know, all opportunity driven. Like, she probably thought about the hammer and framing him in that regard, but, you know, when she was going to kill that guy was not like set in stone, but he came to her and she had the
1: hammer, so bam, she killed him. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, actually she probably wouldn't have killed the the um, the um general contractor if he didn't confront her. Yeah. Yep.
2: yeah. You
1: know, yeah, so that's that,
2: <laughs> kind of like they're implying that the general contractor and her were having an affair or something like that.
1: Oh, uh, maybe at one point. It wouldn't surprise me, sure. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being desperate and and whatnot, homeless and whatever, and she's still a good-looking woman. I could see people taking advantage of her, for sure.
3: Well, and I think she was about trying to make people do things for her. Yeah. So whatever way she could manipulate them, I think she was using it. Yeah. Yeah. Because she manipulates the neighbors, the cops, yeah. pretty much everybody. Yeah. 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 I mean, Can the
2: neighbors. explain why the... Um- neighbors, like, how, how she manipulated the neighbors, because they said something about, like, getting parking, something about parking, and I was like, but what?
1: Yeah, I, I, all I, I got was is that they had a, a cordial relationship with Brie, and Brie uh, was charismatic with him, so they, they liked
2: Brie yeah, because okay. of
1: that, but there also could have been other things, too, which is, like you said, Brie may have done a favor for them and, and somehow got them you know, an extra parking spot or whatever, because yeah. if you don't have a driveway in, in a town like that, yeah. you know, you're, you're going to have to pay a lot of money for parking. Yeah. Um, you know, it's because it's similar to like Manhattan when it comes to local, you know, parking and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Well, Let's talk about some of Bree's grievances. Um, oddly a bad person or not, or, or again, she's, she's always has, behavioral health issues for sure so so you know she's she's snapped she she may have been fine prior to her divorce but once the divorce happened losing the life you had and then um some other things that occur i guess we're in spoiler territory we we can talk about it um her trying to uh manipulate the death of her her husband ex-husband as revenge for two reasons one because she can get rid she's getting um losing her child to the husband and then of course because she ruined his her he ruined her life if he she eliminates him in an accident then she gets custody of her son and um you know and her life would be what she would hope to be back to normal in a sense. Uh, but unfortunately, as we just find out, her son was in the car too when yeah. her husband dies. And he, he, and he had of a course, fever or
2: something.
1: Yeah. And so she, that obviously would make her snap even further uh, because she killed her, her her son, even if that was unintentional. Um, and then, um, you know, so she just had all these behavioral health issues. Um, but, her grievances, whether she was bad or because of the behavioral health, all her grievances are legit, I feel. I mean Yeah, it's
3: just her method of fixing it was not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. what causes all her problems.
2: They do kind of I think she does admit to killing the mom too.
3: Yeah, she does.
2: Yeah,
3: okay. Oh what, she, she, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah she does.
2: Yeah. Did she, was
1: that no, she burned, that? she burned she burned. She was she burned. burned the to the house, fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: But I don't feel sorry for the mom because she the mom did stole the she house did from her. Re- yeah, she stole the yeah. house from her. I, you know,
2: other people, too, it sounds like.
3: Yeah. Still not a good method for her to use, but I don't yeah. feel sorry for the mom. I feel yeah. sorry for the dad and the, ch- the kid. <laughs> Cut the brakes. Yeah. Right, right,
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, because even if the dad dumped her for the trophy wife, it, he didn't do anything that hundreds of thousands of other people have done in the past that, you know, divorces happen all the time. It's just how right. it is. So, yeah. so it wasn't like he sabotaged her, but he was a dink for trying to to take the kid. Total. You
3: want, know? you, you wanted total custody so she couldn't see him at all. Yeah. Oh,
2: wow. And yeah, that, that was good. not
3: cool. No.
2: That's unusual too. So yeah, that's really going out of his way to, um, yeah, hurt her? Yeah. They don't really say she might have been crazy then already. That's,
1: that's what I was going to say. We, yeah, we don't, that's the thing. You don't, don't know. We don't learn enough of the yeah. history, so we are just we just know what we're told. But it's yeah, you're right. It's hard to say that she was completely
3: normal, because you don't go from... You know, you're probably broken, and then this stuff happens, and you, you're able to go to that length of cutting someone's brakes. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you just become broken. I think you are broken, yeah. and then certain situations set off that
1: brokenness. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, you know, and, and we're we're talking about two people, right? Where we're looking through her eyes, so she's saying, you know, you know, that oh, I was dumped for the trophy wife and all this that stuff, and, and some, and all this is generally probably true, but we don't know if she cheated on him or right. she he could have she, been very
2: abusive to him. Yeah.
1: You know, well, Right, maybe she
2: so, was abusive to the kid, and he was trying to save the kid.
1: Right, we don't know any of this exactly. So, there's a really good chance that um, she was guilty for the dissolving of the marriage in the first place. And it was, you know, because we're just hearing from her side of the story. We don't, we just mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm
2: a I mean, Purdue, narrator.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or or just 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 a one sided opinion. Right. You know, you know, because so who knows. But but either way, she she feels that, you know, her husband, ex-husband screwed her over. But definitely. And based off of what Knox says, her losing the house was legitimate. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a definite legitimate
3: grievance. And, you know, you'd think that she would have fought that somehow. But, you know, sometimes you just can't win those fights.
2: Yeah, and it sounded like his mom was very practiced at doing this, like, because he yeah. out, grown up like that, so yep. she, she already, like, knew how to fight back, and knew, knew how to get her uh, ill-gotten gains.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, and, and, and you know, knocks uh, the chip off the old block, it seems.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Did they mention his father at all? Not really, huh? No. No.
3: Not at all. Yeah. I yeah don't they think don't they mention him at all.
1: Yeah, they Did don't mention guys... anything.
2: Did you guys what? catch when um Bree attacks um Knox later? She smashes the urn over his head. Um Yeah.
4: With yeah. the mother's,
2: um ashes. I was like, "Oh, that's that's actually pretty good um good turn or whatever." Like to that's great his mom's ashes which was like her whole grievance and you know pour it all over him pretty much
1: yeah that was that was a uh, a very ironic um <laughs> and well and well and well played by her right, yeah we could yeah. say yeah um now uh what other uh, scenes do we want to discuss um or specific points um
2: the uh a pregnancy scene pregnancy test scene
1: Yeah, let's go ahead, go ahead. Let's talk about it.
2: That was pretty crazy. Um, She, uh, Tracy, (laughs) that's her name, Tracy. Um, She's uh, been trying to get pregnant through the whole thing. It's a major plot point. And um, she went to the doctor and found out that she had 20 20 eggs left. And they couldn't afford to to pay for another um, fertility treatment um so they try to do it the normal way or whatever so they keep having like sex scenes um where they're trying to get pregnant and then they show her in the bathroom with a um pregnancy test and she doesn't have time to let it um finish like to develop um because somebody's knocking at the door and she so she puts it down and it's at, at during that point where she's talking to whoever was it, is that when the um, inspectors came?
3: That's what I was thinking. I was trying to remember who it was that showed up at the door.
2: Yeah. Um, so the inspectors come and so she's busy with that. Meanwhile, somehow there, that, that is actually one of the coincidence things. So that was a little bit too strong. The uh, Bree somehow knew that was the best time to break into the house. And she, she broke into the house through this, um, like a vent sort of thing. She cl- climbs up into it and she's walking around and she goes into the bathroom and she sees the pregnancy test and she must've been, she, they, they seem to imply that she can hear through the floors. Um, so she knew that they were trying to get pregnant that was a big thing. And so she sees that the test is positive and she throws it in the garbage and then does the pregnancy so test herself because she knows that she's not pregnant and um she pees on the stick and stuff and then uh, puts that one up and um so when tracy comes back she sees that she's not pregnant and so she doesn't do anything towards um making sure that the baby's safe which i thought was a little bit odd because if you're pregnant you don't immediately like miscarry from just doing stuff. And I mean, even if you're really stressed, I mean, it was kind of odd that, that that was how the whole plot point of her um, becoming sick and miscarrying um, happened. But um, so uh, Tracy gets really stressed out because of whatever's happening with the uh, inspectors and everything. And then, um, doubles over in pain and um ends up miscarrying and the um the, she ends up in the hospital and uh yeah
1: yeah that that um they did a really well, a great job of the stress of uh the fertility treatments because um they, they sh- show a scene where um she lifts her shirt up and, and um, basically uh, what happens is uh, folks uh, specifically meaning the woman uh, has to um insert uh a drug into her, you know you know basically do shots daily and sometimes multiple shots and they sh- usually are required um in the stomach area the stomach fat I guess and um they show the scene where she shows all the the marks, you know, similar to like, yeah. like
2: you
1: know, so that,
2: marks on her stomach.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so that's infected, tough. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they have the scenes where she goes into um the the clinic and, and they talk about the eggs and stuff and 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 she like all excited because she has um eggs, basically the drugs um so, I guess, uh, release the eggs, um, to be ready for, you know, fertilization. And so, um, they have multiples, like you said, Amy, multiple s- scenes of them getting intimate. And again, it's, it's just for the baby. It's not because of love or whatever. And, and so it's, it also shows the, the, the breakdown of the physical relationship too, in that relation marriage, because at this point they're, they're just trying to get pregnant. You know, I mean, that's, that's all that matters. Um, And
3: Brie uses that against her later on.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Explain that scene. Well, she's out on the beach and Brie talks to her and basically is saying, you're losing your husband. You can't get pregnant. You're just basically no good. And he's going to find another woman and get it from somewhere else. And that just totally wrecks her world and makes her really mad. Right, right,
1: yeah, yeah one, one thing that Bree is well at is and similar to the character that uh, uh Kristen Bauer of van Straden plays in um True Blood, which is a uh, very sharp tongue, mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and and sure enough that yeah that's that's a um, and,
2: um, the, she is definitely trying to put like some sort of uh, insinuation that she's gonna take the uh knocks away from Tracy uh because she keeps like there's like this like portfolio of pictures of her when she was younger. Like um and I don't know if I think she keeps like inserting it into places that the husband like the in his underwear drawer and just very yeah. close where Tracy would find it.
4: Yep.
3: Well let's right. talk about how she got into the place because that's the return for the air conditioner. That that seemed a little weird to me that that would be opened up to the, you know, the bottom of the house for her to get into. Yeah. All right, go ahead. At some point during this fixing process, they would have had to make sure that was connected to the whole system. I mean, otherwise stuff would be getting into the house. I mean, you would have no, it would be not a good system to have it totally opened to the bottom of the
4: house. (laughs)
2: Yeah, It did seem like very strange. I was wondering where she was going through, like how that was connected to the house.
3: It was basically part of the air conditioning return that okay. should be connected to the whole system, but it was going straight down to the bottom of the house.
2: Yeah. And then you would be like, Oh, I'm not getting any air conditioning and it's Malibu.
3: <laughs> and she's had to be really strong. Cause that had to be at least 10 feet up a pole, up a hole.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of strange. I was like, okay.
3: And it would make noise. Those things are like, gong, 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 as yeah. you're trying to go up, unless yeah. she had a rope or something. They didn't show that though.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe she had a ladder in there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Batman was up there pulling her up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I thought all of those like things that she used to, to add stressor more and more stressors to Tracy's life. Um, that was kind of an interesting way of attack. Interesting um, strategy. That's the word I was trying to think of. Interesting. She was strategy.
3: good at she was good at improvisation because you know she sees the thing sitting there and she switches it out. Yeah. It's like the first thing she thinks. Oh, look! Huh, throw that away.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'll just do a new one.
2: It was it was, it was kind of strange. Um, and, uh, that was like such a mean girl way, way of, of, of acting, you know, just like, just such a, like stab into, you know, all of her basic ins- insecurities.
3: And having ha- lost a son, you would think that she would have some empathy there, you know, like this yeah. is just not, this is a bridge too far.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You would think that, I guess maybe that was the director's point to say to show that she was truly cruel yeah
1: yeah yeah well and you know what sometimes when and i'm not saying that it's it's right but sometimes you, when you consider someone an enemy you just accrue to them you know yeah it's for example you know everybody has uh has had in their life somewhere a neighbor or a coworker or someone that is just Rotten, no matter how friendly, polite you are to them, they're just rotten yeah. because for some reason they, you know, they didn't like how you did something on your lawn or at work, they feel that you got credit that they should have got, or, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And mm-hmm. so there's always, they just hate you. Yeah. You know? you know, and, and, and at this point, she's just looking at, if we, you know, to be devil's advocate and support pre here for a second, she's just looking at, Knox and Tracy as the enemy. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and so there is no empathy for the enemy. Uh, the, all that matters is get out, well, you know, just leave or, or be vanquished.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: They're basically just an extension of the mom.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Just another example of, um, how she, in her mind anyway, and, and technically partly true, um, how oh, society has screwed her over because technically, that deed, if she hadn't been effed over by the mother, it would be in her possession now. You know? Yeah. you know. So she
2: never tries to find the deed, though. They don't. Yeah. Have
1: well, at that point, I don't think it would even matter because the deed is in a different person's name. So you can have the piece yeah. of paper, but it doesn't really matter. You know, I mean, that's, that's just true. for you to show um, if you have to. You know, get a loan or or to prove that you own the property to a a bank or something. If they're smart,
3: which they aren't necessarily in this, (laughs) they would have it in a safety deposit box somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Which actually
2: that's, that's something that I wanted to talk about of of pieces of paper and really dumb people like who on earth decides that they're going to have like the contractor's money. And that's actually what I was thinking you were talking about earlier. The $10,000 I think it was right <laughs> and just put it in a drawer somewhere when when you know damn well that there's a crazy lady running around trying to like screw you everything po- up as possible that seems
3: to
4: get in even yeah. with
1: locked doors come on yeah 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 well, well and, th- and that's the thing is that even though he said i'll give you cash yeah um uh, he could have all he could have said how about if i give you a, a cashier's check or a certified check yeah. And, yeah. and but let's say, let's say the guy says no because i want it all under the table and if you give me that check you know so what he should have done is 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 all right i'll make out a certified check to myself our cash is checked to myself and the two of us will go and cash it together at the bank. And I yeah. can just hand you the $10,000 there. Yeah. You know, or or you just head to the ten thousand <laughs> just carry uh, it around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would have just said, you know, he's always going to the bank. The guy's always around. So it's not like he has to chase the guy. He could have just said, let's both go to the bank together. And, and they, I'll just hand you get done the, that
2: before yeah. it, it literally had gone to the bank before and like exchanged money that way.
1: Yeah. Well, and he wasn't yeah. quiet
3: about it when he was getting it out. He's, like, I need ten thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody, taking out a lot of money. Get ready to rob me. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Right. Well, and I, I got to say, one thing that was a real interesting twist about that whole thing is, basically, what, what happens is Bree finds the ten thousand dollars in in one of the drawers. Yeah. And rather than use it and steal it, she she burns it. <laughs> and I barbecues it. that that was that was brilliant
2: because
1: yeah yeah, because even though ten thousand dollars is still a good amount of money it's still not going to really buy you a car or a home or you know whatever so she so she says how can she ruin this guy you know basically she wants to ruin this guy is more important than than just getting ten thousand dollars
4: yeah
1: you know because like you said it's an extension of the mother who ruined her life yeah you know and and this guy knows that The house was stolen, basically. And so, and yet he still has no issue keeping it. And so she has no issue, meaning Bree has no issue of of destroying this guy.
3: Yeah. Well, and Bree doesn't take responsibility for anything. Like, everything's everybody else's fault. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of her flaw is that she can't see where she's caused so much harm. Mm-hmm. Right. Until until she starts talking about her son dying, you can see there's a little guilt there, but she's so broken over it that she doesn't really understand her responsibility for the whole thing.
2: Yeah, she still blames right. the husband because she's like something like he had to pick him up from school. Yeah, you
1: know. Right. Well, and, and that's a, a excellent uh, example of a a, so- a sociopath or a psychopath, right? Where yeah. everything that happens, mm-hmm. you I'm always it's always someone else's fault. It's never their their fault. Yeah, yep, you know, um, and and so so yeah, that that's an excellent demonstration of it. Like, oh, it's the husband's fault because he shouldn't have had the the boy in the car, right? Or, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah.
2: and then um, it was kind of strange when the contractor guy goes to Knox and he's like, he's like, well, where's my money, man? And he's like, well, Bree Bree br- took it and burnt it up. And the guy was like, oh, and then just, like, walks down to Brie and, and he's just kind of, like, walking around for a while, and it was like, it was, that was strange. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. He was trying to debate, the contractor was trying to debate what to do, whose fault it was, because technically... Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I'm thinking, because, right? He's, yeah, he's he wasn't pissed. sure what to do. <laughs> yeah, because he's pissed at Bree for burning it. Yeah. but. But technically Bree is, is is a secondary person. The person that all that matters should really matter to him is is Knox, because Knox is the one that's supposed to give them the money. Yeah. So that's that's not his problem. You know, it's like the mob. If you say, Oh, my, my son flushed the money down the toilet, the mob, you know, the, the- Bob's going to say, I don't care. You, you owe us $10,000. You still have to owe it to us by yeah. five tonight. If you don't, we're breaking your legs, yeah. you know, so it doesn't matter. So that's what he, I think he was doing is that he was looking at well, it like that. He can't go to the police either. Yeah, he can't go to yeah, the police. He knew that she pushed his guy off the, the ladder
3: and he was thinking about that. And then he was yeah. also thinking about the money and he's like, I can't go to the cops. Right? What do I do? I don't know that's what I right. should do right now.
2: Yeah. Is that what the the last yeah, guy whisper. was saying to him in the yeah. hospital? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He yeah. he says her name. You can yeah, kinda, he says Bree. Oh, yeah, you, you can that. hear it a little bit. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to catch.
1: My yeah. my wife caught it too. She she said oh, you can read her lips too. of uh, the guy's lips. It's and he says yeah. Bree. Yeah. Oh, because I
2: was wondering what he was saying that entire time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So at that point, the general contractor knew that not the, necessarily exactly what happened, but knew that Bree had something to do with. The ladder falling. Oh.
2: Yeah. 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 And when does the it was Valentine's Day when the um the the window thing happened. Was that before or after the um ladder fall and
1: stuff? That was after that that was yeah, near after the ladder, yeah. Yeah, I think that was near closer to the end that scene. Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: yeah.
1: That was the walk back that scene is great when she takes the drill to that
3: huge window.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 (laughs) right right and and uh they arrest her and i was surprised they did because again how can you prove it was her yeah
4: you know it's just
1: word for word right it's his word for her word type of thing and but but again they let her out pretty quick because there's really there's nothing they can hold her for
4: well Well, no she got bailed
1: out
2: yeah Yeah, that's right by 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 the neighbors you're
1: right the neighbors (laughs) build her up that's right yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah but yeah but but you know that that was that's the thing is that i i mean i don't know if they would have been able to hold her anyway because the i mean how can they prove that it was her that did it yeah. you know i mean you could know that your neighbor took a a rock to your your car windshield at night or or threw a rock through your front window or, or whatever or, or your someone sabotaged at work you know who did it but you can't prove it that's yeah. what you know. cameras are for around my house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but if you don't if you don't have a camera, you can't prove it, right? So nothing happens. The cops just write it up, put in a report, and and that's it. And nothing. It's just on record, and that's it. So, yeah. um, yeah. But but when she gets bailed out, that's when when uh, everything goes to to hell, kind of, sort of. I mean, she yeah. she really goes um on her revenge mode yeah so Well,
2: he impacts. gets well um tracy comes home from somewhere and brie and the two contractor guys are part or not the contractor guys the uh homeless veteran guys are partying in the house yeah and uh then they kidnap tracy and like tie her up and is that is Am I getting the sequence of events right? Well,
3: when is he arrested? He's arrested before oh, then, because does she's trying to get? He's supposed to pick her up from somewhere, but he gets pulled yeah. over by the cops.
1: Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. right. Well, yeah, he because he thinks
3: he killed Bree.
2: Yeah. Okay. Right,
3: because she's disappeared, and they find the body of the guy, the contractor.
2: Yeah.
3: And the hammer.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. And so that was under his pillow. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah. So what happens is, is that he finally snaps at Bree, and he chokes her to death, or what he thinks is to death. Yeah. Yeah. So so he's a scumbag right there because he's actually going to cover up the murder. (laughs) And and I mean that was pretty bad when you think about it. Um. And then he gets pulled over as he's trying to dump the body somewhere. And he thinks he's, he's caught, but they find out that the body's not there, and and so now he knows that Bree had jumped out of the the car before he left. And, and the, so
2: the sheriff was going to arrest him because he thought he had tools back there, but they weren't there or something. That right, was but, very confusing.
1: Yeah, because they found the contractor with uh, a a hammer in his head or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and this, they believe that he may be guilty, and so they bring yeah. So they do arrest him, right? They bring him yeah. in, and yeah. and he he passes the lie detective test, so they let him go.
4: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And and then what happens is because Bree almost got killed by him, or actually, um, he he, in his eyes he was going to kill her, so she knows now that. You know, he tried to kill me and he actually thought he did kill me. So now I'm going to take them all down. And that's yep. when she goes on her rampage. So if he didn't do what he did, she may have never done the last. Yeah, she, she. It was leading up to that regardless, yeah. whether he tried
3: to kill yeah. her or not. She was going to do this eventually. And she had set him up for the contractor's death regardless. I mean, that was yeah. plan yeah. one. Um. So I, I don't think she was going to stop. <laughs> she was going to continue,
1: yeah, but I think
3: stamped it, it up quicker
1: than it might have been. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 fair. That's fair. Oh, yeah.
2: So I I think I I got the sequence wrong. She wakes up the wife, and then she's like going for the hammer that was supposed to be under the pillow, and she ties up the wife, and then that's when she starts partying with the guys, and then he comes home.
4: Okay, on yeah. The right
2: right and uh, finds his wife is tied up and um, getting gasoline or yeah yeah they yeah they're
1: gonna uh emolulate Im- Im- yeah, that's the word right Immolate, yeah Immolate yeah, yeah her and in the house yeah yeah
2: yeah and then um he fights the um contractor dudes which is kind of funny because they they have like the the old school, like um, fight scene or whatever, where um, <laughs> it reminds me just you know like uh, the every eight team episode sort of fight, um, and um, he, I, I, I'm not exactly sure how he he manages to get his wife untied, and then um, how do they get outside?
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, So he kills the two homeless guys.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: And then. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the scene. It was so much was happening all at once.
2: Yeah. Somehow or another, they were fighting in the ocean.
3: Yeah, they get to the ocean, but meanwhile, he's. Has he freed his wife? I can't remember how that worked out.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. no, She frees herself, I think, doesn't she?
4: I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I mean, we don't have to get into the the details. I mean, um, but either way, they, they get out. He and his wife. I mean, he. Oh, do, maybe maybe they f- fell through the window again or something. I can't even remember. Oh, something maybe.
3: like that. They they fell down the stairs or something, and yeah. then they get into the ocean. Meanwhile, the wife was still tied up. Right. And that's you're oh, right. Thanks. She finally gets herself free.
2: Oh, they're fighting right. underneath the thing. Or he runs downstairs in Pinesbury, I think, because I know they're fighting underneath. And she. She sets, she sets like a, she's got a fire, um, like some sort of torch, and she sets the bottom of yeah propane
3: torch, and And that's That's when she tells him, yeah, this is what I did, I cut those brakes and killed my son.
2: Yeah, she just kind of does an info dump (laughs) and is like, I killed my son, I killed your mom, I killed the dog. She confesses to everything that she's ever done, pretty much.
3: Yeah. And then they get in this huge fight that takes them out into the ocean, and they're both bashing each other, and he bashes her head into a rock finally, and she goes under the water, and he gets out.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Right. And then the wife shows up, and they're hugging, and the house is burning down.
2: Yeah, and it's kind of like, <laughs> wait, wait, what? And then it was like the end, pretty much, except for well, the one like half a little end credits. Is it? Was it after the credits, or was it just before the credits?
3: It was after the credits, but the one scene we did miss was that, I mean, kind of alluded to it, but when he was supposed to pick her up from the doctor, that's when she found out she lost the baby, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: So that made it a bigger deal that he didn't show up, even though he was arrested at the time. (laughs) She didn't know that. And so she's totally depressed and goes back to the house and she's all drugged up and everything. Yeah. And that's why she's more easy, more easily
1: gotten to by them.
2: That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, because she had to take an Uber, and then
1: she was pissed about that. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, because he never he's in jail, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's in jail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and she's and she's pissed because, you know, she's um, just had the, the miscarriage. She st- they dismissed her from the hospital. He's supposed to pick her up. He can't, and he never shows up, and he finally calls her and says, I'm in jail. You know, he didn't say and- he was in jail. He never tells her. I don't think he tells her that
3: he's in jail.
2: Yeah, I think you're right because I don't think he's actually put in jail. I think that they they yeah. they give him a lie detector test and let him go, which is really strange because lie detector tests haven't been I don't they think they, they haven't for ages.
1: The, yeah, but but to be honest, nowadays they they usually let you go and. and in with circumstantial evidence, yeah, yeah, because you know, like that, you know, that murder in Colorado where the guy killed his wife and two children. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they, the reason they bagged him was because he and decided he was the guilty was because he failed the lie detector test. So, they if you don't fail the lie detector test, most police nowadays, believe it or not, even though it you can't use it in court, they they usually think, okay, this ain't the person.
3: They may still so they, keep they looking do. into that person, but they'll—they're right. not going to keep you on circumstantial evidence. Now, if they caught you over a body, they don't even need you know right, lie right. detectors,
1: so they're yeah. not. Yeah, and if you fail the lie detector test, then, then they know that you're most likely guilty, and they're going to go right after you. But if you pass, then they know okay, this ain't the guy, and we got to figure out
2: they, who's in real next. life. Did they use a lie detector test still?
1: Yeah, yeah, they, oh, yeah, but, they yeah, they always they do. They always do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
2: thought that they Well, they do
1: if the
3: play. if the person's willing to take one and that yeah. guy in Colorado exactly. was willing to take one. Yeah. Oh, exactly.
2: Okay. I thought that they were yeah. just considered like a magic eight ball now.
3: No, no, no. No, they're still they still find them pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. So. Oh. You, you you just can't use them in court because there's still that certain percent chance that someone can that it could be a screw up. You know, it's not yeah, 100% and I think accurate
2: you're a that you don't it doesn't right
1: exactly yeah. exactly yeah um
2: huh. i didn't I, I learned something new today
1: so yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go there you go um yeah yeah so so yeah yeah that whole um scene where everything comes together at the end i, I actually yeah i mean when he when he killed her or we thought he killed Bree, i was like Oh my God, this guy's got to go down. So I was hoping he actually would go down. Even if Bree was not a likable character and a murderer yeah. and all these other things.
3: Yeah. I thought it was taking a weird twist at that point. I was like, wow, this is yeah. going to get interesting. He's <laughs> he killed yeah. her. It's going to look like he killed everybody else. He's going to go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. It, it was interesting. And then it twisted back, which I thought was kind of neat too. Cause I didn't expect it to go that route either way right yeah. right yeah and then when she confesses to killing her son accidentally it doesn't yeah, really matter what, what your purpose was <laughs> that was a really huge thing yeah that was nuts
4: yeah
2: and especially how she always carried uh, that keychain around with his picture
4: yeah like totem
2: sort of thing and I'm like wow okay that's that's why she's as crazy as she is <laughs> so um, I suppose yeah. there's nothing there's really nothing in the world that can upset you more than something that you did yourself that is really horrible.
3: And you would want to place that blame on the person that put you in that situation. Whether mm-hmm. what you did was wrong or not, it's very human to be like, Hey, I wouldn't have been here if she hadn't stolen my
1: house.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 That's true. I thought the fight scene in the water was kind of—it was filmed well. I thought it was kind of interesting because it, it had like like a a lot of intensity and it had a very, like almost sexual feeling to it. Even though they were trying to kill each other, it it also had a feeling of like um, um, on the waterfront or whatever, sort of like a. Uh, oh
1: you, you mean you mean um. Uh... Uh, the g- Gloria Swanson film again, I said it earlier. Uh, oh,
2: Sunset Boulevard.
1: Sunset Boulevard, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, actually, the swimming pool.
2: Thinking of what is the famous like um, making out scene? Um, oh, oh, uh,
1: the Bert Lancaster film. uh yeah, From here yeah. to eternity.
2: Yeah, and it just, um, but it, it, it had like a, a really classic sort of thing where they were like fighting in the water, and it almost seemed like oh, there's like a sexual element to it, but they were trying to kill each other. And (laughs) that's kind of how their whole relationship was between Brie and um, Knox. I was hoping they'd
3: kill each other
2: yeah yeah because Mm. he
3: was not a nice guy and (laughs) if they had both died together i'd have been like yeah okay i can handle that and she and the wife walks out to the beach and looks out there and (laughs) both the bodies are floating that would have been great
2: another dog and they live happily ever after
3: yeah exactly (laughs) she sells the property for a million because she can handle just taking a million yeah 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 Yeah, that's
2: not as greedy as her husband is and yeah
4: Right, goes right. Down
2: to the local dog shelter and, you know, adopts, adopts somebody. And yeah.
4: Yep.
3: Then so eventually the, the end house end is end stolen behind. from her and the whole cycle starts over again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but instead uh, we have a uh, end scene and credit scene, which, uh, what do you guys want to talk about?
1: But, well, yeah, well there's two, there's two, two things. One is we have, um, kind of of a, a sweet coda for brie where she's reunited in either her oh. dying mind as she's her drowning dying or or in the afterlife depending on what you prefer to believe um so that was kind of i guess a nice ending for her
2: yeah she's like playing with her kid and
1: yeah she saves him He's yeah. drowning, and she comes
3: out there, and like kind of saves himself. But she goes out there to grab him and pull him out of the oh, water
2: a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I,
1: I yeah. understood
2: what was going on there?
1: Yeah, but but it's like a hug, you know, you know, it's, uh, yeah. we're reunited and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then then is the credits and yeah yeah I forgot to tell you Amy to watch to the end of it.
4: Uh, you know, I'm after the do credits, in you
1: uh-huh. do anyway. Okay, yeah. yeah, but I did let you know, Barrett. Yeah, um, yeah, and I don't know how I had it. I, I think I, what it was is I just my wife had gone up to, you know, get a beverage from the refrigerator or whatever. And I, I didn't bother shutting off the credits and it just kept on rolling. And it's in poof. It, it popped up. It's like, Oh look, there's another scene. So yeah, let's talk about uh, that scene too. Um, the, there's this,
2: was the lady from earlier?
3: Yeah. yeah it's, it's the, the realtor early. from the beginning. Yeah. she Because they're like, we don't care about whatever developer you have. We're going to do this ourselves. And she's like, yeah. Whatever.
4: Boom! <laughs>
3: right, right.
2: And then, so she knocks at the door of that. It wasn't the house that the, the beach house at all.
3: No, I don't it, think so. It was somewhere else. Yeah. What, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. So that was weird. Right. Well, the house got burnt again. Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it technically, it would have it. had to be somewhere else anyway. I would guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then she. She's. They open the door and. um, uh, Tracy's very visibly pregnant and, uh, the other guy and the Knox is like all happy looking and she says something like, Oh, I've got another property on the beach. If you guys are not be interested, was that what she said?
1: Yeah. Something like that. Right. Something like that. Yeah. It and, uh, was weird.
2: Yeah. And they yeah. Said, no. the way it was filmed was really strange too. It was like almost like a dream sequence. It was very strange.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of almost like uh, Pleasantville type of thing.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a perfect way to um, yeah characterize it. Yeah,
4: yeah,
1: because because it's, it's kind of like a phony their marriage, even with the kid and all that other stuff. You know, I mean, yeah, after I all, all they went it. through, it's yeah. hard for to believe they were still together. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, you know, one thing they lucked out with, oddly, is by the beach house burning down they get to collect six million dollars basically of yeah. of insurance right or, or or whatever the house pot is worth anyway right yeah. so they, and so they technically could have rebuilt it and it could have been the new house on the beach too yeah oh
2: maybe but it, it looked too permanent for a beach house because it was
1: yeah. a brick house yeah maybe it was yeah, it was still obviously in this, in Malibu, though, because it was the same realtor. Yeah. Right, exactly. Unless, Unless yeah. you like, moved with them somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Like, let's all move back to Ohio.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
3: Yeah.
2: Let's bring our realtor. Well,
3: at uh, least they would have had no more permit issues either because the house burned down again. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: out.
1: right, right. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
2: I was thinking, oh, I hope they have insurance and he didn't let it lapse because he was, you know, kind of
1: like that's a good point about stuff yeah 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 oh we can't afford insurance so we'll have to just not have that right now (laughs) yeah Yeah, technically you're right they may not have insurance because who's going to insure a house that was was already burnt yeah Yeah, so but either way like like uh tracy said they were going to still make some money uh, a big chunk of it just for the land yeah that's true you know, so no matter what, they're going to walk away. Even if it's only two million dollars, that's still a hell of a lot of money. If it's yeah. not the six million he was hoping for, yeah. if he hadn't been so greedy, they could have had a
3: million probably or yeah. two, and just yeah. walked away from it there. Usually, you know, yeah. the land
1: is worth about a third of what the property yeah. total is, right? Right. Well, which, you, which, you're right, right, right. But knowing how how the house was acquired the best thing would have done was just to get rid of it an ASAP and, and mm-hmm. take the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead or give of trying it back to it That would have been the right thing to do <laughs> right? or, or, or make a deal and yeah. say, and say, you know, yeah. uh, 60, 40 or something like that, you know, cause yeah. you're both yeah. going to walk away with 2 million bucks each probably. Right. Yeah. right so it's yeah. like who cares you know it, and it gets rid of the worries about lawsuits and all that other stuff and you know she probably would have took the two million probably
2: and then Bree doesn't have to worry about anybody like inquiring into how she set the house on fire in the first place and killed the mom
1: yeah <laughs> right 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 that's true but yeah there, there's not going to be any reason between when greed is involved you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah but yeah yeah so the little coder at the end kind of felt uncomfortably odd rather than happily ever after and yeah, i think and that I was think intentional was yeah, yeah i think it was intentional too yeah, yeah. yeah. because that would have that would have been a great question for uh, to ask the director or screenwriter for sure yeah yeah Yeah. 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 Um, let's see any any other things that we wanted to bring up so scene specifics or or plot that were, you know, that were hidden underneath the, the main story that we hadn't brought up any anything else. So, uh, there was that,
2: one thing that yeah. they did keep mentioning um, and that I thought was really interesting and it would have been kind of cool if they would have went into more is the concept of being seen, like how the um, homeless people felt like they were, they weren't being seen like they were non people. So they were almost like ghosts. And I'm like, I thought it would be a really interesting thing to like um uh, develop in a movie is like how rich people don't even look at poor people in their lives. Like in a way how yeah. like Tracy and Knox the contractors didn't really exist in their world and the homeless people didn't really exist in their world. They were just like these like behind, behind the, uh, curtain sort of creatures. And, um, Bree says something to the point of like, um, like we're never seen when she having like that party with the other homeless people or whatever. Like you, you don't look at us. You don't ever even see us. Like we need to be seen. We need to be having an identity or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's true because like you said that, you know, the the contractor, uh, he may have had a couple of escapades with Bree in the past, so he's just looking at her as a sexual object for his pleasure in a sense, or or how yeah, in other words, all Bree has at this point is her her looks because she's still attractive enough. Even if if uh, Knox tries to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, she's just a fifty year old woman who cares," and and Tracy goes, "No, no, no, she's still pretty good looking." So people look at her as just someone that they could just hook up with. Uh, the contractors are just used, you know, by Knox in a sense. So you're right; everybody's is, is kind of looked as a commodity. Yeah. Even the the permit guys. That's why he tries to bribe them. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So almost everybody is. Uh, and then you know, like you said, Amy, they're they're just um, everybody has like um, like horse blinders on because you know if if they don't need you, they don't care about you.
2: Yeah. And yeah. The, I think that the the neighbor family. In in the in the hierarchy of who's seen and who's not seen, I think that the the neighbor family is probably the, the epitome because they I think that they even viewed um, Tracy and Knox as people that were kind of like eh, I'm not really sure what to deal with them so um, well and they were
3: the type that were salving their consciences by helping the people that are normally not seen too yeah. So right. That yeah. End of the spectrum. They were the people trying to make themselves feel better for having all this money.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Right. So, yeah. You know, yeah.
2: It's kind of interesting. It issues to bring up in a movie that isn't usually concerned with um, that sort of a con- conceptual tact.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, if if you just want to look at this on the surface level, it's just a thrower, right? Yeah. 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 But if you boil going on. Yeah, yeah. So if you boil away some of the surface level stuff, there's a lot of other stuff that's really going on. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, and that, and that I did find that interesting. I think without that stuff to it, I would not have been very interested in this movie at all. But um, I think that they were able to put enough um, under the surface content to make it a pretty interesting film.
1: Right, yeah. but but to, to be fair. Uh, after you saying that, um, if you just like general throwers in general, it's it's still pr- a pretty solid thrower, you know. Yeah. Even even without, uh, you know, you know, it's like uh, I remember like see a love when that came out because that was like um, Al Pacino's big comeback, and there's a, there is some symbolism in that too, with you know the the weird sexual play and all that. Um, but the thing is, is it's just really just a standard thrower. if if you look at it surface level and and it's entertaining that way and 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 this film i feel is kind of like that where even if you don't see the the uh underlying um plots and and story points and and things that messages i guess um you you could still enjoy it as a a straight thrower for sure i think
3: Yeah. yeah yep It just goes. It it breaks out of the typical mold
1: and becomes its
3: own little thing because it's got all these different pieces and parts to it that make it a a much more interesting watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, like from mental illness to um, um, class, you know, structure, poverty, all all these things that that are you know and just having it set in malibu where everybody's filthy rich and then you yeah. have these these people underbelly and they even say it they talk about it i mean the cops say you don't understand this malibu is one of the maybe one of the wealthiest towns uh you know in the in the country but but we have more homeless people than you know in, you know la or, so, or whatever he said it was, it was crazy what he said and and it, it just makes you go wow that's crazy Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't know what to do with them. There's nothing we can do, you know, and stuff. And, and a lot but of them... It makes
2: sense because they can live um, on the beaches and stuff without... Yeah, freezing.
1: About the, yeah, yeah, without freezing. Yeah. yeah, they don't have to worry about elements. They are, they just have to worry about the food and, and, and safety. Yeah. Um, versus, say, someone that's in the north who has to worry also about the elements, never mind food and safety. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, it's mm. pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else anybody wanted to bring up? Yeah, all right, sounds good. So, uh, let's, uh, um, I guess, give out our final thoughts on the film uh, generally. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll start. Um, yeah, I, I feel it was a, it was a pretty uh, solid throw. I, I mean, I. Um, actually it was it was uh well engrossed in the film uh it had enough uh suspense and interesting character work and um aspects of the script that 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 had good twists and stuff uh and, and just a strong story generally and oddly the the film was 90% just took place at the beach house there's only like 10% that took away f- uh, from the beach house so it's almost like a one location film yeah. at, uh, 90% of the film um and yeah, yeah it was uh well acted good cast and all that so uh i i felt it was a good film and and uh my wife did too, so um, I, th- I think it'll work for for most people. Um, Barrett, what about yourself?
3: Yeah, I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was um, beyond the typical thriller. Uh, they did a really good job with the plot. Uh, the acting was great. Cinematography was fine. Um, it's just a it's an all around good movie. I definitely recommend it for anyone who likes thrillers and just basically anybody. But it's it's definitely a good film.
1: Yep. Uh Amy.
2: Um I am probably a little bit less popular with my vote. I uh Paradise Cove was a, a was a really interesting movie that uh has all the points of a, a good Hollywood thriller and um has good performances and a lot of interesting subtexts uh in philosophy um uh social constructs that they go into and um i liked a lot if it came on tv to watch you know it wouldn't you know you wouldn't be you wouldn't regret your afternoon of watching it so i'd give it like more of a um, but in general it's good especially when you include like the the subtext elements into it makes it um that gives it more worth so that would bring it up to more like a b sort of rating for me all
1: right sounds good sounds good so uh uh, once again, this is uh, called Paradise Cove. By the time folks listen to this, it'll already be released uh, on VOD. Uh, it comes out February twelfth, twenty twenty-one. Uh, it's directed by Gui Gui or Guigui, Guigui. Yeah, maybe that's maybe. what it is. Yeah. Um, Sherry Klein is the writer. Uh, stars Kristen Bauer, Van Stratten, Mina Savari, Tara Grinnell uh, as as the leads um as mentioned before uh some other noticeable names character actors are or people that have had bigger roles in the past such as Krista Allen are in it as well um so you can find it pretty much anywhere uh, available for rental um I'm not sure about the disc information yet but uh all in all uh what counts is that you can at least VOD it Um, so I guess uh, we can pretty much wrap it up after that so uh, Barrett why don't you lead us out thank you for joining us
3: on Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews Um, keep your eye out we've got a lot more coming
0: and I forget to be alive sometimes I forget the things you say That make you cry And you lose yourself in motion And in seems You lose yourself in life And in dreams I'm staring at the ocean. I'm staring at the ocean. And time goes by. Living in a dream world. But that suits me fine. Build castles in the air. And I'll make you mine. Your thoughts are they'll put you away. So you keep it to yourself, yeah. you go crazy.